powerful ways to deal with big talkers in your discipleship settings is through the use of a summary. That's going to happen eventually. You get any sort of group sitting together where people are talking and stories on the line, and people can go on and on and on, and you're left with a hard choice. Initially, it feels like option A is tell them, hey, I'm sorry, it's not appropriate to monopolize everyone's time. Let's give everyone else a chance to talk. Let's remember our group setting dynamics. And it just would really make it op awkward for that person if you go with option A. On the other hand, if you just let them talk as long as they want, that's option B. That gets pretty awkward for everyone else. And people don't want to come back around to a group setting where one person hogs all the time. So my recommendation is a summary. Summarize what they are saying as clearly, as intelligently, as uh, inspiring, in, in a very inspiring way, make them sound good, and that caps off what they were saying for them. And I think it happens in two versions. Uh, one is if they just have thoughts they want to share. So if we got the Bible open and uh, they want to talk about the text from the historical standpoint, and they want to talk about that text from when they heard a great sermon about it way back when, and then they want to explain how it applies to everyday lives, and everyone, you know, and on and on it goes. At some point, you just kind of got to jump in and say, oh, you're, you're right, the, the history of it all is so important, and I love that point that you've made about how it applies to our everyday lives. What do the rest of you think about that? Either focusing on the application part, or, hey, does anyone else know any historical background that would help us today? So you make the person sound good. Uh, you explain what they were explaining just in a shorter fashion, and you, you reopen the thing for other people to discuss from there. Or if you really wanted, you could transition to the next thing. Okay, great point. Let's go on to the next verse. I think there's more waiting for us in that. Okay, so that's on the thought standpoint. What's a little more complicated is if someone is going on and on from a feeling standpoint. They're putting their heart on the line. They're telling you a story from way back when. Maybe they're uh, emotionally attached to uh, what is being said, or they're upset about what's going on in the world, or with their kids' lives, or with their extended family. Those are harder to jump in on, but again, a summary is going to work of, hey, I hear you're really upset about this. And you can turn to everyone else. Does anyone else have some uh, advice to share with so-and-so right now? Or, man, I think a lot of us could relate to what you're saying. Those are real feelings and they're important. Uh, does anyone else have a story from their life that could connect to what so-and-so is saying? Or, hey, I, I get your feelings there and Jesus is going to have more to say about it in the next few lines. So let's go back to the text again. So once again, it's a summary. You don't have to jump in and cut them off with abrupt transitions, and you don't have to get stuck letting them go on and on. Just try to summarize what someone is thinking or what someone is feeling, and then use that into your transition of what you know to be next in the discussion.